Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we'll be talking about a change from the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, the TCGA, that was passed uh, at the end of last year, and an IRS update notice that just came out that basically relates and comes to the conclusion that there are going to be no more tax deductions for unreimbursed business travel and how businesses and individuals should deal with that. Oh, and don't forget, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and Google Play. Check us out, subscribe. You can also find us at peopleprocesses.com, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So let's dive right in. In Notice 2018-42, the IRS has updated Notice 2018-3 to reflect the changes to the tax law made by the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Both notices are linked uh, on our site at peopleprocesses.com if you want to read the actual notices. The changes that are impacting the Notice 2018-3 include the suspension of the deduction for unreimbursed employee expenses, the suspension of the deduction for moving-related expenses, and the increase of depreciation limits for passenger vehicles. So, Notice 2018-3, the old one, stated that taxpayers, including those deducting unreimbursed employee travel expenses, could use the standard mileage rate of 54.5 cents per mile. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act suspended all miscellaneous itemized deductions that are subject to the 2% of adjusted gross income floor until January 1, 2026. This included the unreimbursed employee travel expenses. Therefore, notice 2018-3 cannot be used to claim a deduction for such expenses. There are certain taxpayers who may continue to deduct itemized unreimbursed uh, travel expenses, but those are basically members of a reserve component of the U.S. Armed Forces, state or local government officials paid on a fee basis, and certain performing artists. So unless you are uh, part of Aerosmith working for the government or a member of the U.S. Armed Forces, the reserve component, then you don't have this anymore. Thus, Notice 2018 is going to apply to those those special exemptions claiming deductions and unreimbursed travel expenses, but not to anyone else. This also goes on to moving-related expenses. Notice 2018-3 also provided a standard mileage rate of $0.18 cents per, per mile for moving expenses pursuant to Code Section 217. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act suspends the deduction for moving expenses until January 1, 2026 as well. This suspension, again, does not apply to members of the U.S. Armed Forces on active duty who move pursuant to a military order. But the, So the standard mileage uh, rate... Um, is not applicable unless you're part of the active duty military. So no longer do you get to deduct moving-related expenses unreimbursed, right? Finally, uh, the last piece of this that's a little less relevant is that there was an increase in depreciation limits for passenger vehicles. Notice 2018-3 stated that the maximum depreciation limits for passenger auto- automobiles placed into service after December 31, 2017 for purposes of computing the allowance under a fixed and variable rate. That standard maximum for standard automobile costs was 27300 for passenger automobiles and 31000 for trucks and vans. The TCGA increases that depreciation limitation for passenger automobiles. Uh, placed again in service starting in 2018. Under the law, the maximum standard automobile cost may not exceed 50000 for passenger automobiles, trucks, and vans placed in service after December 31, 2017. Um, so, 
that that really covers it. To summarize, the standard mileage rate of 54.45 cents per mile cannot be used for tax claimers claiming taxpayers claiming unreimbursed travel expenses, with very limited exceptions. Um, the standard mileage rate of 18 cents per mile for moving expenses is no longer applicable unless, again, you're a member of the um, uh, active duty military. And finally, for produ- uh, computing the allowance under a f- uh, fixed or variable uh, asset reimbursement plan, a FAVR plan, the standard automobile cost may not exceed 50000 which is increased from 27900 So what does this mean for you? If you are an employee who regularly incurs business expenses that are not reimbursed by your employer, and there are some, a lot of maybe salaried salespeople will buy their employees or buy their clients lunch, uh, and maybe that's not necessarily something reimbursed by your employer. Or you're a marketing person and you do a lot of traveling by a vehicle. If your employer is not reimbursing you, you are now doing that with after-tax dollars. Whereas if your employer was reimbursing you, they could do it with pre-tax dollars. So that's the big difference here. So keep in mind, this is something that you should discuss with your CPA uh, as an individual and our business owners listening and CFOs need to take a look at their setups uh, to see what the kind of recourse recourse is if you are um, not reimbursing your employees that now just got a lot more expensive for them. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. I hope this was helpful to you. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rami Ali Jill, and I hope you go out there and have a great day and get your work done.